So I'm reading from the King James Version. And I'm going to read, you know, before I read, I probably just give you a background on John and this story. The book of John is a very peculiar book in that it was, it was written probably nearly a hundred years after these things had happened. Unlike Matthew, Mark, and Luke, who were writing historically, they were just, and their stories were what they call synoptic because they were so much alike. But when John wrote, John wrote with one key system, one team in mind, believe is found in the book of John nearly 90 times. John wanted people to know that this thing can work, this gospel of Christ can work, but you have to believe. You have to believe. Now, as we look into this story, and uh, I'm probably moved through it quickly, so I'm going to I'm going to leave some words with you from this story. I'm going to start by reading the second verse where it says, Now there is at Jerusalem by the sheep market a pool, which is called in the Hebrew town Bethesda, having five porches. I'm going to read on. And these lay a, multitude, a great multitude of impotent folk, of blind, halt, withered, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water, whosoever then first after the troubling of the water stepped in was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. And a certain man was there which had an infirmity, thirty eight years. Now, I, I like to look at that scripture right there because I just heard so many preachers say that this man was at the pool for 38 years. The scripture actually doesn't say that this man was at the pool for 38 years, but he was in this condition for 38 years. And mind you, you know, I can see people reading that into it because some people have been coming to pools for a very long time in the same condition they were in when they started coming to pools. I'm using, I'm using the church here as a metaphor for pools. So, so uh, you know, many people come to church and they actually come looking for something when they come, but they leave without getting it. They just leave, but they believe that they leave, but they believe that it's here. So they keep coming back and coming back and coming back. So some people keep coming and are never really receiving what they think they need to get to cost them to get up and move from where they are to where they want, to, where they believe God wants them to be. Now, the thing is, I think most people 
miss it because it's so hard to believe that all you have to do is believe. The scripture says that Jesus was not able to do much work in his own hometown because of the unbelief of the people. But the good news for us here today is that Jesus is here today. Jesus is here today for each one of us individually. Jesus is seeing each one of us individually. So in the sixth verse, when it says that Jesus saw him, Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been now a long time in that case. If I had the time, I would want to say to you that when, I'd want to ask you, when last had you really seen someone? When last have you really looked at someone, looked at how they wore and the condition they wore and spoke to them a word of life? Here we're good at helping people. I think this is one of the most helping churches in the Bahamas. I remember during the COVID period, I was so proud to see cars were out to West Bay Street, way down the road, coming here to be helped, coming here for food, coming here for support. I believe the day is coming when enough of us rise up and begin to minister to people to get up from where they are. I believe the cars are going to be coming here just like that for people who want to get up, to move to where God wants them to be. So the story, the story says, he, he, he said unto him, he said unto to him, wilt thou be made whole? Wilt thou be made whole? Now, a lot of people read that and say, well, this guy was at the pool. What, like, why ask him if he wanted to be made whole? It's obvious that he wanted to be made whole. I'm not going to have the time to go into to what I thought was just so much chaos, but if you Think about it, that there's this pool, and there's probably thousands of people around this pool. And if you listen to the story, only one of them is going to get healed. The first one in the water is going to get healed. Now, think of the chaos. Think of the, you know, because you only know if you're first, if you're first. So a lot of people are going to be pushing and shoving, trying to get into this pool. <laughs> to me, that's the, you know, that's the, that shows the, the weakness, the chaos of religious beliefs. May, you know, maybe that one person you know, got healed, but at what cost? The pushing and shoving. I know, you know, you have some places here, some stores here where you, like, people are waiting to, for the store to open. And the first thing you notice is, like, there's no line, there's no queue. And you realize that when the store opens, there's going to be a mad dash people trying to get in. 
Can you imagine the mad, the mad dash people trying to get into that pool? But Jesus saw this man and saw the condition that he was in. Now, one of the reasons why I wanted to use this King James version also is because the question says, do you want to be made whole? Some translations says, do you want to get well? But do you want to get whole takes it into a broader connotation. The meaning deepens in that get, getting whole in the Bible has to do with being complete. Getting whole has to do with, with shalom, rising up to live out your fullest potential of who you were meant to be. So Jesus saw really, you know, that this man probably wanted to get well, but Jesus was more into this man getting whole and not like us, Jesus was able to see this man's heart. Sometimes we can only minister to people from what we see from the outside appearance. You know, so sometimes we look at people in a condition and they may not have been in that condition very long. And you know, I, people look at me and say, you don't think he could have done better than that? And this guy may have just fallen on hard times lost his job in a very bad place. And we may miss an opportunity because we stood in a place of judgment. There are people here who have issues that they need to be made whole from. Now, I like to say, you know, I like to say that if you... You know, if you don't have an issue right now, you had an issue. If you don't have an issue now, you will have an issue because in this world, we will have issues. In these imperfect bodies, we will have issues. But John is saying in this book that, hey, man, whatever issue, whatever issue you may have, Jesus can make you whole. Whatever the challenge is, whatever besets you, Jesus can make you whole. We like to say that it's not conditional, but I'm saying to you, it is conditional. The condition, you have to rise. Going right back to the rise, you have to rise. So rise really is a metaphor to mean that you have to make an effort. And that effort that you have to make is to believe. So if Jesus is saying to you, rise and you are laying down, you got, you, if you don't make that effort to put your feet on the ground, you're not going to ever get up. 
I, was, I remember I was, I was working for a company. As a matter of fact, it's the last company that I worked for in my working career. God spoke to me and said to me that I needed to rise, that he wanted me to manifest my creativity by being self-employed. So if God is going to say that to me, I have to say to the company, I quit. Because the only way God is going to get me from there to do what he wants me to do is I have to quit. I have to rise. Now, when I said that, the company said to me, this company said to me, uh, you, you know, like, uh, you sure you want to do this? Because I explained to them what I was going to do. And they said to me that in case you change your mind, you could come back. Like a backup plan, you know, you know some, you heard, don't burn your bridges behind you. Sometimes you need to burn those bridges because you don't want to go back that way. You don't plan to go back that way. And, you know, when you go back, they used to say this thing, you heard the expression backslide? You know where that came from? It was so, you know, they say when you walking with God, when you're really listening to God, that it gets so narrow, it gets so tight, that you can't turn around. So the only way you could go back is to backslide. <laughs> That's one for you. <laughs> but Jesus says, rise, take up thy bed, and walk. Very powerful words. So after you've risen, you have to take up your bed and walk. No, so I want to. I want to bring some. some you know, some, uh, some. I want to bring something into your bed. You know, like so. Okay, you know, we don't walk around with our bed. We, you know, you have issues going on with you. So, uh, you know, it may be a job issue. You may think you got, need to get a promotion and somebody is always getting ahead of you. You may not be making the money you want to be making. I'm saying whatever, whatever issue it is that you have, that you have, whatever's besetting you, Jesus wants that to become your testimony. Jesus wants you to be able now to say, I used to be... Like I would say, I used to be on this job and it, I was never able to make ends meet. And I knew God wanted more for me, so I stepped out in faith. And, you know, listening to God and knowing what God wanted to do for me and in my life, I knew that job couldn't cut it anyway. So I, would, I definitely would not have been living up to my potential if I had stayed on that job. So here I am using, and I'm looking at the time, just using, using. So I'm using my story of the job as a part of my testimony. So, so whatever it is that God has changed in your life, whatever bed he took you up from, that's your testimony. So when you're sharing with someone, you're sharing, like, like, 
you know, like, I remember it happened to me this way. I used to be like this, and now I'm not like that because of such and such a thing. So I was able to use that same story to help so many others to realize their potential to leave. You know, I'm specializing, I, I specializing in helping people to leave their jobs, helping them to... <laughs> No, no joking. I've been, you know, I've been, <laughs> no joke. I've been doing this. I've been doing this. I've been doing this now for all of my adult life. As a matter of fact, when I left my job was when I got married. <laughs> when we came back from our honeymoon, I didn't have a job to go to. And I must say, there were, there were moments of weakness and madness. So even though the Holy Spirit tells us to like rise, to get up, to do something, there were moments of weakness and madness when I wanted to go back and get a job. But I'm happy to say today that I resisted that temptation. <laughs> 40, some 40 years later, I can tell you, it wasn't easy always. I can, I can say this to you now, that I was driving in my car, going to the pawn shop and my jewelry. <laughs> but you know what? I was thanking God. I was thanking God that I, like, okay, let me see how God is going to work this out because it's him who told me to leave my job. <laughs> I wish I had some time to talk to you, you know. <laughs> I wish, I wish I had some time to, to talk to you, but, you know, I, I want to say to you, I just want to leave it to you today that wherever you are in your life, God has the power through his Holy Spirit to speak to each one of us individually. He sees us. The scripture says God saw him. He sees you. He sees you. He sees you. And it is he who will give you the power to rise, to accomplish that dream he has placed in your heart, that thing that you believe that God wants you to do. He will equip you to do it. All you have to do is believe. Amen? Believe. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You've been so, you've been so. <laughs> no, no, but you people, honestly, you people are so, you people are so good to me. So I must say, like, I, I must say, it's a joy to come up here and speak to you, to share God's word with you, because you've always been, you know, such a good hearing people. Hearing comes by the word of God. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing the word of God. And I know even in the humor, your faith is being built right now in the name of Jesus. Your faith is being built right now. So I'm going to ask you to rise again. <laughs> Pastor Matt, I forgot to, to, I mean, mention how Pastor Matt, people here at this church, they're so, I mean, they're so generous. Pastor Matthew called me on Friday and said, Tyrone, is there anything I can do 
to make Sunday better for you. I said, you know, like, I think I have this. And he says, call me tomorrow if you think of anything. That's how we are here, you know, that's how we are here. The tech team, they're just so awesome. The worship team, you know, they're just so accommodating and awesome. And this is such a team that we have here that no one here can say, I had no one like this man. I had no one to help me because we have community here, people. We have community. Let's give the Lord a round of applause for community.